You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho. Episode number eight, focusing on the feng shui bagua map, recognition, path in life, and relationships. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. I'm so excited to get back to the Feng Shui Bagua map and go into more detail and focus on the final three areas. In episode number five, we looked closely at new beginnings, abundance, and health. In episode six, we reviewed benefactors, completion, and knowledge. Last time in episode seven, we took a little break and did a holiday episode, and now we're getting back. So in this episode, I'll go over the following three Bagua areas, recognition, path in life, and relationships. I'll review each of the three areas, look over the primary characteristics and attributes, tell you what they represent and symbolize, share some questions that I ask my clients during a feng shui consultation to determine if this is an area that needs attention and appropriate feng shui adjustments for each area, many of which I've personally used. It will be helpful if you could visit my website at some point and click on the podcast tab to see the feng shui bagua map. It's on the right side. And also give a listen to episode number two where I give an introduction to the feng shui bagua map as well as instructions on how to place it. The Bagua is one of the most important aspects of Feng Shui, and it helps to determine what parts of your space relate to each specific type of energy. Without properly defining this, you can't execute Feng Shui very well. So make sure you look at which Bagua area relates to the area you need to work on, And before we begin, please remember and consider that, number one, you might have a challenging time laying the Bagua map. Most of the time I've seen people lay it incorrectly. So unless you have a pretty rectangular home, I'd start with something like your bedroom, which is generally more rectangular. And you can refer to episode number four, where I talk about feng shui for your bedroom, because a bedroom represents you. So it's really a great place to start. You can also start with your desk if you're more career oriented, which is typically rectangular. And you can lay the bagua map on your desk. And I explain that more in episode number three, feng shui for your desk. And if you still are having issues, because, you know, the bagua is an important part of feng shui. I'd love you to send over your floor plans and you can draw it up, email it over to info at holisticspaces.com. We'll select a few if we don't get too many and we will use them on our blog for Q&A Sundays and help you lay out the feng shui bagua map. Another thing to consider is when you're making these feng shui adjustments, you don't have to adjust everything or do everything I say. In fact, we don't want you to do everything that I say. Select what's possible, what's necessary, and that means not everything. 
if you want to change everything, you might get overwhelmed and not do anything at all. And also there's a lot of areas you don't need to work on. It's better to do one thing really well than to do everything not so well. And also remember, we're just tapping the surface here. If you want to be able to understand the conceptual basics, this will help you. But there's a lot more to it. And I'm just we're just scratching the surface. So let's continue with the final three areas of the Feng Shui Bagua map. Recognition. This area is related to fame, recognition, your reputation, which is your rank and your status, how the outside world sees you. Are you recognized for the good work that you do? And how is your reputation? Is it in line with what you want to put out into the world? This area is also related to fire and passion. Do you have passion for what you do? That's something that people see and gives you more credibility. The recognition area is also related to the season and energy of summer. Bright, full, active, energetic. It's very young. It's also related to the color red. The number nine, triangular shapes like the shape of fire. And it's also related to the middle daughter, the eyes, and the heart. And in Chinese, it's called Li. This is also an area for people who want to be more visible and recognized. It governs your level of passion and how the world sees you. And it's a great area to activate if you're starting any new endeavors that require public support. It's also good if you need a promotion or more recognition at work or in your business. It's sort of like the public relations area of the feng shui map. Questions that you can ask. Are you recognized or are you seen enough? Do you get enough recognition in the work that you do? There are some people that are often passed over or not recognized for their good work. This could be an area to look at. Some people simply just need a boost. How can you get your name out there? How can you be more recognized? Some feng shui ways to activate this in your business and work is to add a green plant in the recognition area of your desk because wood feeds fire. And you can also have uh, perhaps something red hanging in the recognition area of your office or your desk. For instance, I have a red mandala. I have a Dorga mandala, one that you can find on my website. Also, I've had Mars up there too, and they're both very red and fiery and have a lot of triangles in them. So it's to boost that fire energy of recognition and fame. This also helps if you need more passion in your career or in your life or passion for what you do. Another feng shui way is to paint your front door red. Your front door represents you and your face to the world. So red is very visible and it's auspicious and it can protect as well as attract good chi to your home and your life. So what about fire and passion in your personal life? It's not just applicable to your work and projects. Does that person you like romantically see you? And how do you see yourself? And how's the passion in your current relationship? If you need some more passion, you can add red to the fame and recognition area of your bedroom. Or you can even add it to your bed linens like your sheets or a throw pillow or a blanket or a duvet. Or maybe you put um, the red throw pillow in the fame area of your bed. So if you did the fame area of your bed, that would be the center of where the headboard would be around there. 
And it's okay if you can't see the red. Maybe the red is underwear. You can start wearing red to help your visibility in general. You can also use fire-related objects or shapes that are triangular or red to get more advancement in um, your recognition. And if you want to use the five elements, remember that wood, like a green plant, can feed the fire. Like I said, that you could place the wood or the green plant in the fame area of your desk. Moving on, we're going to path in life. Path in life. This area is related to your career, your work, or your path in life. It's connected to the season of winter and, and the number one and the element of water. Water and this area is related to the color black and wavy shapes like water. In Chinese, it's called Khan, and it's also related to the middle sun, the ear, and kidneys. So this is a path that you walk in life and how you express yourself in the world. So it could be your work, your business, your job, or how you move and flow through the world. Water also relates to our social life, the network that we move through. This area is also associated with knowledge and wisdom and your ancestral foundation. Questions in regards to path in life. How's your work and career? Are you feeling stuck? Can people find you easily? Do you have opportunities coming to you? If you feel stuck, perhaps a green plant could provide growth and support, some life to your career and work, to your path. Green plants are great for adding life, life energy, flexibility, and growth, slow growth, not, you know, quick, fast, mindless growth, but really slow paced growth. If people can't find you easily in your career, maybe you need more fire, which we just talked about the Lee area, you can try changing the light bulbs in the path and life area of your home. Maybe there isn't enough light there, you need to maybe add a light fixture or put in a brighter bulb. If you don't have a light at all, make sure you add something. So generally the path in life area is going to be your entry or near entry of your home. So this also represents how people find you and how people um, see you in the world. So if you are having trouble with opportunities coming to you, what I'm saying is look at what is happening with your light bulbs in the path in life area of your home. You may either need to change them, brighten them, or add a light. And you don't have to have the lights on all the time. It's just you need the capacity to turn on the lights. You need the capacity to have lights. So how is your wisdom? That's another question. Do you make wise and thoughtful choices? Can you see clearly the steps or path that you need to take in life? Again, here a light may help provide more fire recognition or passion to the area and also clarity. A feng shui crystal ball can provide clear seeing. Make sure you get a high quality feng shui faceted crystal ball. I like it to be at least 40 millimeters in diameter. I also prefer Swarovski crystal balls. They are made with crystal and they are of higher quality. The better the quality, the better the effects that you get. But purchase what's within your means. So if glass is all that you can afford, go ahead and get a glass. But better is it's better to get the best that's within your means. So I would recommend you get a Swarovski crystal that's at least 40 millimeters. And if it's leaded, it's even better. 
if you have to get a glass one, don't get one that's too small. You want to be able to see it. And you hang it with a red string. In BTB feng shui, red is a very auspicious color. And you we hang the crystal balls with red strings. So it adds more luck and it makes it more effective and more protection. So the red string will also be cut in a dimension that's a multiple of nine. You can use any uh, measuring units that you like. You can use inches, centimeters, but cut it in a multiple of nine. So nine inches, 18 inches, 45 inches, 108 inches, 99 inches, a multiple of nine or 99 centimeters, whatever works. That's pretty long though. Another aspect of path in life is your social life. So what is your social life like? Water represents the stream of people that we swim in. It also can represent cash flow too. So if you need extra support in your social life or in your cash flow, you can add a fountain. It's good to have a fountain in the entry area of your home anyway. And it's great to place the water flow in such a way that it points into the center of the home and not outside the door because then that would have the water or the social life flowing away from you rather than towards you. Also, be sure to keep it clean. You can add hydrogen peroxide to the water a little bit and make sure to change it on a regular basis because if you have dirty, murky water, that's what does that say about your cash flow and your social life? And because this is a water area, you can also use water elements like fountains or aquariums or water shapes, you know, which is wavy or the color black. And we can get more advanced and use fi the five element cycle by adding something that's metal because metal in the five elements creates water. So the third and final area that I'll speak to in this episode is one of the most popular. It's called relationships. The other popular area would be wealth and abundance, which we addressed in episode five. So back to relationships. This area is related to relationships and partnerships of all kinds. This includes boyfriends and girlfriends, marriages, so husband and wives, business partnerships, etc. But most often, primary relationships. It's also related to self-love and nourishment. This area is connected to the mother the number two, and two makes sense because, you know, it's about partnerships, two, two people. And the color pink, because it's a yin earth area, it's also symbolized by earth shapes, which is square, and other earthy colors. The Chinese name is kun, and it's related to the abdomen, internal organs, and spleen, and the re reproductive areas, or reproductive organs. Its opposite area is knowledge, which I spoke to in the last episode, because of course, if you want to attract a relationship, you first need to work on your self-cultivation. And alternatively, sometimes you can grow in self-awareness within a relationship. Some questions you can ask yourself regarding the relationship area is, how is your marriage or primary relationship, if that's applicable? Do you want to get married? Or do you have a relationship? Would you like to be in a relationship? I often see a lot of clutter collecting dust in the relationship area of the home. It's funny how that happens, right? Take notice of what's happening in the relationship corner of your home, especially the relationship corner of your bedroom. It may tell you something about what's happening, why you may be stuck if you are stuck. 
to assist in creating more love and understanding in the marriage or within an existing relationship, I recommend a pair of tumbled rose quartz in this area of the bedroom. Rose quartz promotes self-love, understanding, and healing within a relationship. Tumbled pieces are softer and have no sharp edges. I have these set up in my home, and it's a great reminder to work on my marriage with love and kindness. I also love how the two pieces are similar, but they can fit snug in a little heart-shaped tray. I have a little heart-shaped holder. And you can get the same thing that I have. It's on my website at holisticspaces.com. I personally have the pink heart holder. If you'd like to attract a relationship using the relationship area, you can, again, first look to see what's happening in that area and what it may symbolize. So if there's clutter, maybe you're stuck. If there's nothing there, maybe you need to bring more life to the situation. Maybe you need to go out more. If there's a closet, maybe there's something you're not looking at or what's going on in that closet. There's a lot of information that you can glean from this. And whatever's happening in the area, see what that may mean. And if you don't know, try sending me an email and maybe we can address it in a Q&A Sunday. And it may be that you need to create some space to attract a partner. So rose quartz, again, the pairs can help you because it could help you set an, in, set an intention to create a situation where you're making a space for a partner to come. I also like to prescribe living orchid plants, which you can put in the relationship area, which can represent an upright and kind, upright and kind partner. And if you check in to the podcast around February, I'll do a podcast on feng shui to attract love. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, figure out what's happening in the relationship area. Get some rose quartz. And because this is an earth area, like the health area and like the knowledge area, you can also use earth shapes like square rugs or artwork and earthy colors, as we discussed, like yellows, oranges, and browns. And if you want to get more advanced, you can use a five-element cycle. Earth is nourished by fire. Earth is created from fire. So reds can support the earth too. So you, maybe you can add um, a square red rug or a red throw like we talked about earlier. In this episode number seven, we covered the three remaining areas of Feng Shui Bagua map. Recognition, path in life, and relationships. Do take some time to take a look at the podcast tab on the holisticspaces.com website to see an image of this Feng Shui Bagua map. We covered the basic characteristics, questions you can ask yourself regarding each area, and some ways that you can implement Feng Shui adjustments if you need them. I hope that you will take some time in the next couple weeks to make one change in one area this week if it's necessary. So that's another thing. See if you need it. Maybe you don't need it. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of Holistic Spaces and Feng Shui on an even deeper level, Please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.